Hey, it's 522 at WFMD and WFMD.com on June 19th, 2023. Rise and shine for a Monday morning. It's the Morning News Express. Let's start off in Washington, D.C. A new report concluding the former chief of staff for D.C. Mayor Mariel Bowser previously sexually harassed a city employee. David Kaplan from our sister station news partner Fox DC5 reporting. It was a female D.C. government employee who made these allegations against former chief of staff and a deputy mayor, John Falcicchio. The investigation began in March. The mayor's office of legal counsel, which reports to the mayor, did the investigation. The time they started it, they promised it would be by the book. They investigated eight specific allegations against Falcicchio. The investigation substantiated two of the eight that Falcicchio made unwanted sexual advances and sent sexually charged messages, including a, quote, graphic video. The conclusion, his actions more likely than not were sexual harassment as defined and prohibited by a 2017 mayor's order. And Mayor Bowser releasing a statement saying she and her office take sexual harassment allegations seriously and will make sure her workplaces reflect these policies and values. WFMD time, 523. Meanwhile, the other big story of the day is weather. The southern part of the United States is experiencing relentless heat this week. Fox's John Scott reports. Flooding occurred across the county, calling for over 200 rescues, many from an apartment complex in Pensacola, displacing residents to a shelter. One person also killed when a tree collapsed on their home, trapping them underneath. And the impact continues here, where the damage from a potential tornado happened. The National Weather Service will do a survey to confirm if it was one and how strong. And unfortunately, the work continues of severe weather. All right, that's uh, Brandy Campbell actually reporting. Here's John Scott. A record-breaking heat wave in the South has officials urging residents to take precautions. Right now, nearly 40 million people are under excessive heat warnings. Places like New Orleans and Miami are seeing temps in the 90s, while cities like Austin and San Antonio are still in triple digits. Last night, the heat index in Houston reached 120 degrees. The dangerous temperatures are expected to continue into the first part of the work week. The electric... Reliability Council of Texas said its power grid could possibly reach an all-time peak demand record this week. Cooling centers have also opened for residents in Harris County, Texas. WFMD time, 525. Let's go to the U.S. Open. A big story on Sunday, Father's Day, entering Sunday's final round of the U.S. Open. Wyndham Clark bested majors, a major championship ever for a 75th at the 2021 PGA Championship. Let me read that to you uh, again. Entering Sunday's final round of the U.S. Open, Wyndham Clark's best major championship finish was a tie for 75th at the 2021 PGA Championship. None of that mattered at Los Angeles Country Club, as Tim McMaster reports. This week's U.S. Open was Wyndham Clark's seventh career major start, and his best major finish was a tie for 75th at the 2021 PGA Championship, so entering Sunday as the co-leader was uncharted territory for the 29-year-old. Now the stage is clear for Wyndham Clark, who takes down all the stars. 
Bears in Los Angeles to win the United States Open. Courtesy NBC Sports, Clark shook off any nerves to shoot a final round 70 and finish at 10 under for the week. That was one shot better than Rory McIlroy, who comes close again but fails to win his first major since the 2014 British Open. Tim McMaster, Fox News. All right, you can't take yourself too seriously in that process. 526 is your time. Meanwhile, the Durham report, we're learning more about that as the House Judiciary Committee will hear testimony from former special counsel John Durham about his investigation into the origins of the Trump-Russia probe on June 21st on Fox Report with John Scott. South Carolina Republican Congressman Russell Fry says the hearing is needed to expose a politicized legal process. This is a big concern for people in my district and really all across this country is that your politics dictate the level of treatment you get with some of our law enforcement agencies at the top and that's a real big concern of mine. All right and that concludes news and commentary. Durham's report concluded that the FBI improperly launched the investigation but not did not provide any evidence of any law breaking. 527 at WFMD and WFMD.com as we continue on the morning News Express. Chris Murray will join me at 550. We'll get a look at traffic and weather together right here on a Monday morning. 930 WFMD Business Update. It is 550 at WFMD. We welcome to the show Chris Murray, the president of Murray Financial Group in downtown Frederick and the host of Your Financial Editor. You can hear that show on Saturdays right here on WFMD. Chris, very good Monday morning to you, sir. Markets were positive last week. Yeah, they were. Good morning, Ryan. The uh, Dow was up one and a quarter percent for the week. The S&P 500 up two and a half percent. And the NASDAQ, the winner, once again, up three and a quarter percent. So uh, markets closed a little bit lower on Friday, but uh, that wasn't enough to pull them down for the week. All right, Chris, we're also watching consumer sentiment this morning, and it improved in June. That's a good thing because it's been down the last couple of months. Yeah, it was nice to see that the U.S. consumer sentiment uh, reading actually rebounded this month um, after a decline in May. Um, So, you know, people were really worried in particular about inflation, of course, but also the banking issue. What was going to uh, happen with the banking sector overall? There was a little bit of a scare there. So we saw the the, the gauge go from uh, 59.2 in May to 63.9 for this month. That's a preliminary reading. We'll see the the final reading in a couple weeks. All right, Chris, we've talked about this a lot on this show. What what would Walt Disney think of his product now? And I think he would not be happy about it at all. Walt Disney, the, the company, continues to make major changes. Yeah, I mean, they continue to struggle. Obviously, they uh, fired the CEO who had only been in place for, you know, right around a year. They brought back uh, Bob Iger, who had been there for a long time and oversaw um, a lot of the policies that got them to where they are now uh, as a a major corporation. Um, But they just uh, announced, uh, you know, the other day that the CFO, the chief financial officer, Christine McCarthy, is stepping down. So apparently she's been butting heads with uh, Bob Iger and um, things just aren't working out real well uh, in the C-suite 
for uh, some of management, and she's uh, just the latest domino to kind of drop at Disney. Um, they seem to be in denial of uh, what the public wants and what they expect when they uh, go to their parks. Um, but in, in any event, like I said, you know, she was there for a long time, and uh, now she's gone. You know, Chris, Walt Disney does own uh, brands like ESPN, and ESPN has been talking about going direct to consumer for a while now. We see that for from a lot of TV, uh, cable news networks, sports networks going direct to consumer. Do you have any thoughts about the changing landscape of media and how more and more brands like ESPN and, and other people, Fox Nation, Fox News, are selling direct to consumer with the subscription um, benefits? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it is a changing landscape, and uh, you know, a lot of those companies that you mentioned are in ratings uh, freefall. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just doing terrible, losing. Uh, like Fox, for example, once was at the uh, top of the mountain, and now they find themselves falling down the mountain. So you have a lot of these uh, different, um, you know, media companies trying to figure out um, where they fit in today's uh, demand for how people want their their information, uh, whether it's uh, news or sports or whatever it may be. And then, of course, once they figure that out, they hope that they can monetize it in the best way possible. Um, but that still remains to be seen, I think. They definitely um, are, are, are kind of struggling or treading water with that. You know, Fox News for, what, 20 years was the number one cable news uh channel in the world, really. And a couple of weeks ago when Trump was indicted and then arraigned in Miami during the eight to nine o'clock, which they call it the prime time. I think anything past eight o'clock is considered prime time, eight to 11 or somewhere in that ballpark. They recorded just 109,000 viewers. I, I mean, that is so that's shocking, considering the fact that Tucker Carlson himself was bringing in 3 million people to 109,000 viewers. People are absolutely done with Fox News. And I, I couldn't see Fox News surviving going this route for the next couple of years. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, again, like you know, we've talked about with so many of these uh, major corporations, major brands, whether it's you know, uh, the Bud Light fiasco or Target, or we've talked about Disney with their problems um, and getting involved in social issues and really, you know, changing the the true and wholesome experience for children um, at their parks. And then, you know, like you mentioned, you, you, you have Fox. It's it's uh, their their ratings have been in free fall, um, and I think people are just sick and tired. Finally, they've hit their their bullying point where they they just don't want to you know take it anymore and they're acting out and and not watching not buying not attending that type of thing yeah and thank god for that 556 what are you watching today chris so today uh, markets are actually closed we have the housing market index that will come out and then as the week goes on we have more housing leading economic indicators i think the big deal this week jerome powell We'll be uh, speaking twice, and that's going to be watched very closely.